This is The Real Rebel Podcast, and you're listening to the Band of Rebels edition. This is for the people who push the boundaries of our society, for the people who live on the fringe, for the people who aren't afraid to question the status quo and live life as exactly who they are, not as who they should be. These are the people who make us uncomfortable, who speak truth and break glass ceilings who aren't afraid to stand up and face themselves, who refuse to be oppressed and help us expand and evolve the edges of humanity. These are the real rebels. And this podcast is for them. Hey guys, it's your host, Katie B. And thank you so much for joining me on the third ever Band of Rebels episode that comes out every single Friday. If this is your first time here, basically what happens is I pose one question to three different rebels. That way you guys get three different perspectives to one question. The rebels on our panel today are Vince Gauman, Samantha Emmerman, and Dave Olson. Anytime I mention any links or if anyone ever mentions anything throughout the podcast, or if you want to learn more about our rebels, you can always go over to realrebelpodcast.com and check out the show notes. So the question I will be posing to this band of rebels is, has there ever been a time where you felt lost or unclear on your purpose? How did you regain your clarity? So the first rebel on our panel is Vince Gauman. Vince is an incredible healer. I actually did somatic healing therapy with him and found his work absolutely transformative. He is also a speaker, an author, a poet, and a musician. So let's hear what Vince has to say. Around 2000, between 2002 and 2007, I really struggled. I had a general sense. I had completed a training in life coaching and had a few clients, but over a period of four years or so, I I started having less and less clients and soon, it wasn't long before I, I started running out of money. And yet I persevered, I kept trying, I marketed as best I could. Back then we didn't have social media really. So I just put up flyers and, and nothing really seemed to work. I led some little personal growth workshops at the community center and made a little bit of money, but very, very little. Meanwhile, my credit cards, started racking up and I went from one credit card to five credit cards and I was running out of time I really started reaching a place of bottoming out and it was deeply frustrating and and scary because in my heart of hearts I knew I was here to do something yet I just didn't know what it was and in, in, in full I, I knew I wanted to help people but I wasn't totally clear on what that would look like uh, again, meanwhile, uh, I was running out of time. My family was getting increasingly concerned, my family being my parents and sister. I was losing weight. Uh, I couldn't afford to buy anything. Like a cup of tea was a massive decision whether to buy a cup of tea at a coffee shop or not. I remember deliberating whether to spend a dollar fifty on a cup of chamomile tea or not. I was paying debt from one credit card to another. People were increasingly telling me I needed to get a job. And I heard them, and yet I, I just couldn't hear them because I, getting a job was the worst thing I could have possibly done for myself. It would have meant like a death for me. Around this time, I was working with a channeler or a medium 
And one of the things she kept saying to me was to do things that brought me joy. Do things that bring you joy, she'd say to me. And I had this idea to lead improvisational classes. And I led a few, but realized that improv was quite scary for people. And, and yet I had the idea to, that if I called it play, maybe people would be more interested. Well, what I came up with was an idea called Remembering to Play. And so I had this really great concept called Remembering to Play that I actually wanted to lead for organizations, but again, I was almost out of time. This was now January 2007, and one night I just laid on my bed and I just, with my eyes open, my arms spread out, I just let out a, let out a deep exhale and just said, I give up. I completely gave up. I was willing to get a job. I, I just ran out of time, and that night I had a dream, and in the dream, I was met by these beautiful angels, and they told me what to do with remembering to play. They told me, gave me specific guidance, and the next morning I followed that guidance, and then suddenly all these miraculous synchronicities started happening, like people showing up just out of nowhere to guide me. And after some very hard work, and it was hard work, by the end of 2007, I found myself on a road trip leading eight remembering to play play shops in 11 days in the peace region of northern dc and i made fourteen thousand dollars and from there on things just got better and better so that's my story so it's not just about persevering it's also about surrendering our second rebel is Samantha Emmerman. She is a holistic nutritionist, a dear friend, and above all stands for realness and truth. Let's hear what Sam has to say. I think we have all felt lost and we have all felt unclear. We have all failed. We have all felt that not enoughness. And I think it's inevitable for us to be influenced by social media or to compare ourselves to others or to search for more and more, looking for abundance. And there's so much going on around us that it's hard to not feel lost and unclear sometimes. And it's definitely happened to me many times. And I believe it's happened to all of us. And I can understand how easy it can be to feel lost and unclear and get up and quit. My younger self did it all the time. Like between like post-secondary and like now being 25, I remember I would all the time like sit and cry with a bottle of wine and just want to give up um, but as I've grown and flourished I realized how important it is to take your time to sit still and breathe and reflect um, I believe you need to find that safe space where you feel comfortable whether that's at home with a joint and a box of chocolates or walking through the forest or surrounding yourself with the people that bring out cre creativity and inspiration from you I think you need to find that comfortable place and then sit down and journal and write things out um, for sometimes even hours to, in order to gain that clarity. And not only clarity on, on purpose, but clarity on like what you're currently feeling, the battles you're facing through your work, of course, but also through your physical and mental health, your relationships, your friendships, your spirit. Um, I think it's just important to sit down and ask yourself questions and, and that's what I do and the questions that I generally lean towards asking myself are um, like what qualities do I enjoy expressing to the world? Am I currently doing that? Am I following my inner guidance? Like is my gut telling me that this is what I should be doing or am, am I fighting something like deep inside me? Um, what does my happiest life look like? Where do I want that happiest life to take me? 
Um, and am I currently living into my happiest life? Like right now, today, this week, this month, this year, like in general, 10 years from now, like am I currently living into this happiest life that, that I've always dreamed of? And, and that happiest life will change for sure, like as you grow. And I think that's why, it, why it's important to sit down and journal and reflect. Um, but I know that just for me, sitting there and tapping into my spirit and reminding myself of what that inspired and happiest life looks like and then working backwards really helps me regain my clarity. There's going to be bumps in the road, there's going to be hardships, there's going to be failures, um, but with that vision of our happiest life, for me it's written down on a piece of paper like physically in front of me, um, but having that vision of that happiest life really, really helps me regain that clarity um, on my purpose. The next and final rebel on our panel is Dave Olson. I first met Dave through a friend when I was in Bali and very heartbroken. And to know Dave is to love Dave. He was the vice president of Hootsuite Media, but has since gone through a highly transformative journey. And he actually submitted a full story here that I had to only cut a piece out for you guys to listen to today. But we'll do a full story on Dave sometime in the future. Dave, to give a little background, was living the fast life and he was working very hard and he was, you know, as I said, the vice president of Hootsuite, a very big company for social media. You've probably heard of it. And his life took a turn. He got very sick and he had to change his life completely. So, You'll hear the full story on Dave another time, but for now, I leave you with some of his words of wisdom around illness and transformation and making peace with what is. So let's hear what Dave has to say. Dear Rebels, yes, I lost myself. I lost my inspiration. I lost my purpose and I lost it hard and it happened fast. It happened instantly. 24 hours I went from the top of the mountain to the bottom of the gully. And how did I come out of this? I took it on on my own terms, meaning the medications, the groups, the therapies, and all of this. I said these may work for other people and that's their journey and that's their path, but they're not working for me. My brain and my soul are too important, so I need a way to gain, to regain those. You can either have brain or you can have pain in my situation, and I chose brain, which means, ta-da, I get pain as well. All the time, all the time. And in a strange way, I've had to learn to be grateful for this illness because it's given me these opportunities and experiences that I would have never had. It's a very strange feeling to get, try to fall in love, to be grateful for this illness because it's the very worst thing. But hey, you know, it's, it's a path. And at the core of it, I remember that I am made to inspire, to create, and to love. And this is the very core of me. And if I can do those things, all the rest is superfluous. So that, Rebels, is my story. I would very much like to hear yours. So very fondly, comma, Dave. Hey Rebels, as always, I will leave you with my answer to the question, which is, yeah, 
I spent a big part of my life totally unclear with what I wanted to do. It was actually only in my 30th year, which was this year, that I became finally clear. And I can remember very, very clearly the discomfort and the frustration and the fear around, am I the only one who's never going to know what they're going to do with their life? Am I the only one who's going to be 50, 60, 70, and I'm going to have regret because I never did the thing I wanted to do because I didn't know what I wanted to do? And all that is a lot of mind shatter. All of that is a lot of fear. And if you're in that place right now, I think the biggest thing I could say would be to relax. I know it's hard, but to relax and to surrender and trust that what's meant for you is coming and what is really meant for you, you can't avoid it. It's coming for you. So the more you relax, the more you do things that you love, the more you open your mind, the more you play, the easier that thing can find its way to you and maybe release your expectation around what it's supposed to be, what it's supposed to look like, and just allow it to unfold in front of you. Okay, thank you so much for listening to this Band of Rebels episode. If you never want to miss another one, head on over to iTunes and click subscribe. And while you're there, it would mean the world if you would leave a review or a rating. It just really helps. Okay, until next time, your host, Katie B. Music for the intro on this episode, as always, is done by my guy Nathan and Extra Deluxe. And music that you hear throughout is a song called Signal by Lakey Inspired. Both can be found in the show notes with links if you're curious.